60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. But first, a popular TikTok video says, we've all been hanging our Christmas tree lights the wrong way. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, really? Brooke, you put up your tree recently. How yeah. did you put the lights on it? What was your method? I, with my hands? Like, I don't understand. Like, how do you string them? Do you go like around all the way up to the no, top? No, I go. Start at the top. No, the because bottom. my tree sits against the wall. So I go bottom, wall, back and forth, back and forth. Back oh, and you forth. string it oh. zigzag side to back, side. Yeah, zigzag up and down. So the back oh. of your tree has no lights? Well, I, I go almost to the back. Mm. Like it looks like there's enough lights okay. back when there. When my family does it, we just go around and around. Me too. All yeah. the bottom all the way to yeah. the bottom. Right. Me well, too. there's an expert who's been decorating trees for years. She does trees for like department stores and heads of state. Oh, okay. the fancy Whoa, tree. That's so that's like her job. Yeah. She says the vertical zigzag method oh, vertical. is the optimal way to string lights on your tree. You that, start at the bottom, what? then go straight up to the top, and then zag back down to the bottom until the entire what? front of the tree like is filled. Stripes? Like up and but, down? Yeah, well, up I, and down. Let's yeah. look at I it. need a video. I, yeah. need a, I need a visualization here. She says going vertical allows lights to sit closer to the tips of the branches for maximum spark. Plus, you won't waste as many unseen lights around the back of the tree. And apparently, this is how they do it on the Rockefeller Center tree. So, I've got the zigzag right. I'm a zigzag type of lady. You just have to go up and down. They're so much harder to take down if you go all the way around the tree, you guys. That's what we do. I don't know. We don't think twice about it as a family. There's a lot of people that have to go and undecorate, then redecorate their trees. Good idea. Get to it. While you do that, we're going to get into the shot caller question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out, see who gets asked a trivia question. If you get the answer wrong, your punishment is to be shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592 and tell us what song you want to hear. Brooke's drawing a name out because she had the shot caller last. Who'd you get, Brooke? I got Alexis Toasted Lushy Pants Fuller. (laughs) (laughs) These nicknames are getting more and more interesting. (laughs) Toasted Lushy Pants. I like the word lushy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Lushy pants is putting the shot collar on. (laughs) While that happens, Digital Jake, please read us a shot collar question of the day. It's time for another lesson on why we do some of our weird little routines around the holidays. And today I'm going to describe the origins of a common holiday practice, and you have to let me know what tradition I'm describing. Oh, I like this one. In the Middle Ages, this tradition became especially popular. With limited resources or outlets for artistic expression, this holiday activity fit the bill for a way to celebrate the joy of the season in a creative way. Hmm. History tells us even the great Michelangelo participated in this tradition during his time in Italy. What seasonal activity am I talking about? Okay, Michelangelo is Italian. It's cooking. What? Like cookies? Like you think Michelangelo made some no, Christmas cookies? I'm talking about cooking oh, but... uh, in general. All right, well, but I like spaghetti. the cookies idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna spaghetti. The, the no, traditional no. Christmas. A Christmas spaghetti. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Come on, guys. I mean, I would think since he is a famous Renaissance artist, uh-huh. that he would be doing something with decorations. See, so that's not what paint. Uh, no, it he doesn't was also have to be an painting. inventor and stuff, too. But No, that's Leonardo da Vinci was oh, yeah, an inventor. Right. Michelangelo was he just did the, the painter. Did he, he did the Sistine just... Chapel. Yes. Yeah. And Michelangelo yeah, yeah. did David. Sculptures, building gingerbread houses. It's not Ooh, bad. Ooh, now we're Coming talking. Coming to building. Mm-hmm. I was thinking even Sculpting. more simple, like medieval times, you're not going to be able to pop by a card shop, I'm guessing, and pick up some pre-made cards. It was the Renaissance, not medieval times. Oh, what did he say? I said the Middle Ages. Yeah, Middle Ages, sorry. 
Um, okay. It was a renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Okay, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> In the Middle Ages, you can't go to a card shop and pick up a card. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he was just, that's where card giving, card exchanges came from. You I like to, it. You I had like to, like, draw it. I like that answer. Let's hear the question one more time. <laughs> this tradition was very popular in the Middle Ages as a cheap way to artistically express yourself and your joy for the season. Michelangelo even got in on this activity during the Middle Ages in Italy, or the Renaissance, Jeff. Yes, oh, you want yeah. <laughs> Please tell me what Christmas tradition I'm describing. What else you got? I like, I like the cards. I mean, and I like what you said earlier, Alexis, about decorating gingerbread houses I know, because I'm torn gingerbread was two. also something that came about in the Middle Ages. But would Michelangelo get in on making gingerbread houses? What I if, would love it. <laughs> what if it was something even? I mean, I just keep thinking more simple, like wrapping Christmas presents. You know, like oh, that's, that's a creative decorative. outlet, and it's you're, art, right? you're using decorative mm. paper and ribbons and bows. I usually just throw mine in a grocery bag and call it yeah. good. <laughs> that is a cheap way. <laughs> I like that one too. But can you imagine the first present ever? So you give it to someone, they're like, "What? What's in the box?" It's all and you're like, "You have pretty. to destroy it." Like, I don't want to destroy it. Like, no. I'm gonna take the paper yeah. off. And, 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 it's a gift inside. I like that one. Why do you always sound like Mario from the <laughs> <laughs> movie? When that you was me a pasta maker. That was a 14th century Italian accent. Yeah. Clearly. For some reason, I don't ever imagine Michelangelo talking that way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to go paint a chest in a chapel? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No. Okay. All right. I'm torn between wrapping paper and or cards. cards. Thank you. Simple or gingerbread houses. Um. Uh. All right, I'm going to stick with my original idea of gingerbread houses is what they started making. While the first recorded appearance of this activity was in 1380, this practice might have been around as long as there have been people on Earth. Michelangelo was even commissioned to make one of these for the ruler of Florence. Now it's seen all over the world where you're lucky enough to get heavy snow, heavy enough for you to roll up, sculpt, and assemble a snowman. A snowman. snowman. Wow. He was co- Michelangelo was commissioned to do a snowman for the ruler of Florence at the time. That's oh. amazing. It was like Michelangelo's David was like a snowman. Except at it first. melted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, we didn't oh, get it right. Interesting. Somebody wanted to hear you sing Frosty the Snowman. Ah. Frosty the Snowman <laughs> was a jolly happy soul <laughs> with the corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. <laughs> <laughs> Invited to do mini Christmas caroling events. Well, you. you can hear the rest of that version <laughs> on Kids Bop Christmas yeah. Edition. <laughs> we got your phone tab coming up right after this.